0: In this week's parsha, Parshas Vayechi, at a certain point, Yaakov Avinu gathers all the sons, they're all standing around his bed, and he gives them blessings and also a bit of criticism before he moves on to the next world and he passes away. I want to share with you uh, a Dvar Torah that I saw brought down by Rav Lapian in his book, Leveliyahu. And it's a fascinating piece that I want to share with you. It's it's a bit of a difficult piece, but I'll I'll try to simplify it as much as I can, and I'll try to portray the main idea that comes out from it. So as I usually try to do, I'll bring some questions and answer it with this fundamental concept that comes out. So the first question is, when Yaakov Avinu has all the sons around him, he goes one by one, and at the beginning he goes and talks to Uven, and he says to him, Bishchut in the merit that you were the firstborn, you had a special holiness to you, Kedushah to you, and hence you deserved to get also the the Kehunah, and also the melucha, which is the kingship. And that is hinted in the following words, when he says to him, You are my firstborn, and he says, Yeter Se'et, V'yeter Oz. And look at Rashi over there, you'll see how he explains that each one, one relates to Kehunah, and one relates to kingship. However, he then goes on to say and this is the criticism Pachas Kamaim al Total Kalita Mishkave Which means because he was he acted haste like water and as a result he did the following action which was that he moved his father's bed Yaakov Avinu's bed into his mother's tent Leah because he cared for her honor that Yaakov will be with her. So you see from here, that because he acted like water, meaning, he acted on impulse, on emotion, straight away, without thinking enough, and he, and as a result, he did this action, which was his sin, and as a result of the sin, he got this, very severe punishment, that, he didn't deserve anymore, the keuna and the kingship, and it was moved to someone else. So the question, Revelyar Lapian poses, is, First of all, why is it such a big punishment? And second of all, if you look carefully, it seems to be that the main reason for the punishment is because of this inner reflex that he had, impulse, that he acted on emotions without thinking, because it says, Pachaz Kama al total." And it seems like that is the reason. Why didn't he just say, because you did the action, that was the sin? Because you did the maise, the action of moving Yaakov Avinu's bed, my bed, without consulting with me, without anything. Why Why doesn't the Pasuk just say, why didn't Yaakov Avinu say, that is the reasoning for the sin? That's number one. Number two, why is the sin so severe? Similar questions can be asked in on the next part. The next person people that Yaakov Avinu talks to are Shimon and Levi. Over there it says, which means they stole tools and used them for weapons to kill a whole city. And it says, and as a result, they got the punishment of being spread and separated from each other. Everyone was spread out. But it says over there, it should have said, Because they killed, why was the action that they deserved to get the punishment? Because they killed with weapons. But it doesn't say that. It says, Which means, for in their rage they killed. So it seems like it's their rage, their kas, their anger, that because of that they got the sin. But it should have been, just tell us, because they killed. Why is it? Because with the rage they killed, the with the rage, with their anger. Says Rav Eliyahu Lapyan, he says, you see from here the fundamental concept, that when a person, these severe punishments, it's not, so to speak, on the action of the sin. Because everyone here and there sins, that's normal. Even a, a righteous person, sins once in a while as it says which means even a tzaddik it's impo- very rare almost impossible to find a tzaddik a uh, righteous person that will never sin we're on this world we have nisyonot and a lot of people everyone sins here and there but over here the severity of the issue was that they had everyone gets a default setting of a certain type of, of certain midot Inner negative traits, negative characteristics that he has to work on, which is a lifetime journey and a lifetime of work, to try to sedate them. Meaning, just like one has to work on having good midot, good character traits, one also has to work on uprooting the negative ones. And the fact that Ruven on his level did not, yes, he did, he did not uproot on his level this midah of working on impulse. He had strong emotions towards his mother and he wanted to fight for her honor, but he did, did it on impulse, on reaction. And he didn't work before on uprooting that from his heart. If he would have uprooted that inner char- negative character trait, then he wouldn't have had that reaction. And on that comes the punishment. And that is exactly why Yaakov Avinu talks and he says, and well, he saw what Hashem really saying, he said, it's because You were acting like, haste, like the water. You were working on impulse, and you had that within you, it's like a loaded gun, that at any point in time it can come out, and that's why you're getting such a big punishment. Same is true with Shimon and Levi. They had this inner trait of anger, and also on a certain level working on impulse on that anger, instead of consulting with their father, Yaakov Avinu. And on that, they got such a big big, uh, punishment, because they did have a good excuse on why they did it but still the fact that they did it straight away without consulting with Yaakov that is why they got such a harsh punishment with their anger they killed with this we can answer another question it is known from several Midrashai Chazal that Reuven did tshuva on his sin so if he did tshuva and Why didn't he deserve to still continue and have the kuna and also the kingship? Why was it taken away from him? So with this we can answer with the Mashal of the Hafez Chaim. The parable the Hafez Chaim brings down is that yes, Tshuva can clean you and cleanse you. So when you put a dirty shirt in in the washing machine it comes out clean again. The stains are gone. So too if you do Tshuva on the sin the sin is gone. But it can't put new buttons on your shirt. And these inner traits, negative character traits, let's say the Reuven has the pachas Kamayim, they worked on worked on impulse. That the washing machine can can't give back the buttons. Also that that type of tshuva on the sin, yes, there was full tshuva on the sin, but he didn't work on himself in a positive sense to uproot. That negative trait, and hence it's not even some. It's not even, from one perspective. It's not a punishment. It's just that he ne- never did tshuva on that level to get rid of that inner trait. And as a result, it's not fitting for someone that that is in, that will have kihuna and kingship if he has that inner negative trait. Which means that it comes out of here that his initial status. He had those negative traits. Hashem gave it to him, and he got those presents of Kihuna and kingship. But that was based on the condition that he will be able to uproot those negative traits. Availah Lepian brings a, a, a mashup for this whole idea about that the severity of the punishment or the severity of the sin are the actions that led it to come into fruition which, is, which are the negative traits that are rooted in a person because he didn't work on himself enough to uproot them. He says that once two people forged money And one person was caught, they found $1 million in his bag, and indeed, he received the punishment of 5 years in jail. But the other person, they didn't find even $1 bill in his bag, and yet he got, not 5 years, but 15 years in jail. Everyone was asking, what's going on? So the judge explained that the person that got 15 years, although we didn't find money in his bag, but we find we found the machine that forges the money. And he says that's way worse. Why? Because it's like the loaded gun we discussed. That he had that that mechanism of being able to do it again and again at any point in time. So too a person that doesn't work on his negative midas, he has that potential. He goes on further to explain it's like someone that's, that's totally drunk. At any point in time, when the Nisayon comes his way, he might fall again. And that is why it's so severe. Because a person has to work on it to uproot it and neutralize it we'll just end with this idea that even if a person never brings that inner trait negative, negative inner trait into fruition but still it's a problem because after 120 years when the person comes up to Hashem he he can't come with that heart that has in it this inner, inner negative trait which means in Aramaic it means wants our hearts he wants our hearts to be clean and to be as close as we can to Hashem, and have, have all the Midot tzavot, the good character traits, and not put the negative ones. And perhaps this is why we daven three times a day, <speaking in Hebrew> What is Tshuva Shlema? And every day, three times a day, it's not only on the sins, it's more than that. We want our heart, our heart to be totally cleansed and only with good character traits. I'm going to send a, on a different file a story that shows this idea how, how a person uprooted the automatic reflex he had of anger, And I just want to end and say, that will be which is a lifetime of work. It's known to change a character trait is not easy, but that will have the the energy and, and will continue to always grow by also in, in the dimension of uprooting our negative traits. Good Chavez.